What is up, you beautiful bastards? It is your boy, Coffee, aka Rabbi Can't Lose, aka Noah Kagan. I hope you're having a gorgeous day wherever you are in the world and wherever you're listening to this. I'm going to try out a new format for today's episode called This Week at AppSumo, aka Twas. I think most of you know AppSumo. I'm not really even sure, but I thought it would be interesting. So, AppSumo is the number one site online for software deals, especially for solopreneurs, freelancers, coaches, agencies teams of one and small. We have great deals on software for people like that, and we promote people who make those software as well. So check it out at AppSumo.com. I started this company 13 years ago. It's kind of a culmination of all the experiences I've had in business and things I really wanted to do and how I could try to run a company myself. And being the CEO again and being the founder, I wanted to share what's going on, mistakes, behind the scenes of the business. There's maybe 100 people. I'm not really sure. It's an eight-figure company, generally profitable. We're going through some of our own experiences, just like a lot of people are out there. And I figured, why not try it out and see how people like Twas? And it'd be cool to get your feedback on this. So you can let me know at Noah Kagan on Twitter or on Instagram or TikTok. I don't check TikTok. At Noah Kagan on any of those things. Or you can also email me, noahatokdork.com, with any feedback about it. Also, make sure to go join appsumo.com. And if you're listening to this episode, this week is Sumo Day week. I'll give a little bit of the history about it later in the episode. But we have 10% off every single thing in the store. Plus, if you're a Plus member, which is 99 bucks a year, you get an additional 10% off. So you get one or two tools. Maybe it's a design tool. Maybe it's a marketing tool. Maybe it's going to be something with ChatGPT or AI. There's so many different tools around that. And we've just cleaned up the marketplace, which I can talk to you about. But go check it out at AppSumo.com. There's Sumo Day. And have fun. Two other things I've got to tell you. One, email me, book at okdork.com if you want to join our pre-launch team for the book. So the book is coming out January 30th. We're going to do this big push and a lot of content about how we're marketing it and stories of other people starting businesses and a lot of really, really fun events that we're planning now. If you'd like to be a part of the pre-launch team, email book at okdork.com and just shoot me an email and say, yo, I'm interested or whatever you want to put in the email and I will reply back to you to get you on the launch team, book at okdork.com. Next up, go use tidycal.com. It is a Calendly alternative, but it's free and it's only 29 bucks for life. No subscriptions. It has been exploding in usage. A lot of coaches are using it because you can actually do charges through it. You can get people to pay you, and that's free too. Go check it out at tidycow.com. All right, this week at AppSumo, here are things that are going down that I want to talk to you about. So first off is cleaning up the marketplace. A lot of times in business, (laughs) the history of the companies. No, so cleaning up the business, Years ago, AppSumo started out as bundles. And one thing I've noticed from a lot of newer entrepreneurs is that they get fixated on like, I don't have enough ideas or someone else is doing this idea, which we talked about in last week's episode. But part of the balance of that is that just get going, get off your tuchus, as my Mima used to say, and get going with some of these things. And so AppSumo started out with, I wanted to deal on software. I wanted to promote it with some FOMO, fear of missing out with a timer or limited quantities. And I thought that you know software is going to be a big category. And so that worked really well. And then we did bundles. And then Andrew Chen was like, why don't you just do individual deals and it's less work and more money? So we did that. And a lot of times in business, I think what we have to be mindful of or really think about is like, what's the core of this business? What is really the essence or the element? And sometimes I think we deviate far when you find a model that works. With AppSumo, it's our flywheel, which is the kind of the elements of our businesses. Go get an amazing product that someone created, get an awesome deal on it. Make sure we have people on our email list, send an email, and then you just rinse and repeat that. And theoretically, every time that should be getting bigger and bigger. Now, strategically, I made the mistake a few years ago, maybe three years ago, I don't remember, saying, hey, why don't we try a marketplace? And the hypothesis was, well, if we get more products on the site, 
there's more people that can then potentially buy at AppSumo. More people to potentially buy means we can get even more partners to want to join because we have more customers for them. And it creates like an even faster flywheel. The thing I want you to think about in your own business is generally there's a bottleneck. And so the bottleneck is new buyers. The bottleneck could be a salesperson. The bottleneck could be your customer support person. Sometimes I think we accept the bottlenecks and other times you're like, huh, if I could fix this one problem, my business would grow faster or bigger or whatever the thing you're trying to do is. And so ours was like more partners. And so I got fixated. I tried to take responsibility. I fixated on saying, let's get a lot more partners. And so we did that strategy and it turned out, one, we didn't really quality control as much of the partners. We went from 300 products on AppSumo to 13,000. Yeah, you heard me right. And the mistakes that we made in that is that we could have tested that a lot slower. There was no need to rush. Sometimes in business, I know for myself, I'm like, let's rush and let's put out more content. I need to get all these followers, I need subscribers. And if you zoom out and you're like, well, how long can I do this for? I'm like 10 years. It's like, okay, just be patient with that. And uh, I definitely would have gone a lot slower with it. The other part of that is that I don't think we are actually really thinking what is best for our customers. I think we, me, you, everyone gets fixated on what's best for our business. Now think about that. Not what is best for your business, but what is best for the customer. And I don't think I did a great job actually listening to our customers, as well as other teammates who were saying, no, this is a really stupid idea. Because sometimes you do have to play out your idea and realize it's stupid and then learn from it. And so we played out the idea. We spent a million dollars getting partners and those partners didn't really bring in any new customers. And so I think you have to be clear when you're doing a new test, one, contain it as a test, but two, have a very clear hypothesis. The hypothesis is, hey, if we get all these partners, here's how many new customers we expect to see. And it makes it more black and white that you can see it's doing it or not doing it, and then you can make a call. And then you can also iterate from that decision. So maybe towards middle of last year, we said, hey, we need to get rid of all these products. And there's nothing wrong with the products per se. It's just not right for AppSumo and the AppSumo customer. Let's go back to awesome software deals, great prices, great promotions, triple G. Great price, great promotion, great products. We ended up going back to that. And that was something that we still had some lingering stuff. And we heard from the customers. And what I want to think about for your business is that I think a lot of times we go forward in business. And this is, I'm telling you what's happening at AppSumo. We're going forward, but you don't make sure you've really cleaned up everything. For instance, we have a lot of like self-listing products, we call them, and select products. Select products are like super thoroughly tested and checked by literally probably like 10 to 20 people. And self-listing products are checked, but not as much. And in our businesses, like there's lingering stuff. And so one thing I want for you to think about is one, it's okay to have strategy. Two, it's okay to test it. Three, it's okay to double check the hypothesis. And four, is there things lingering in your own businesses that you can make sure you've cleaned up and said, hey, why do we do it this way? I bet if you look at your business today, or if even as you're starting your business, you're like, why did I do it that way? I don't know. I guess that's what I've done. It's like, is that really the best thing? And so now on AppSumo, there's about 620 products in the store. All the products in the store have now been checked. And I think there's still room for improvement. But one of the almost key messages is like, who's your customer and how are you serving them well? We now have a customer channel on Slack. I'm doing one to two customer calls every single week. And I think the more that you can make sure you're saying, what is our customer need and how do I serve them? Even if it's just one customer, don't worry about having a lot. Just get one. You're going to be damn better off. So that was definitely something really exciting that I'm just happy. I go to the store and for your own business, this is something I've been thinking about. I'd rather lose playing the game I want than win in a way that I'm not proud of. And I'll say that one more time because it sounded confusing as shit. I'd rather lose playing the game I want than win doing something I'm not proud of. And what I mean by that is, I like coming to AppSumo and seeing the products on the site and be like, damn, that's hot. Damn, that's hot. Ooh, that's a sexy one. Wow, that's a good deal. Versus we're making money, we're being profitable and all this stuff. But I go to the site and I'm like, this doesn't represent me. And I want you to think about that for your own business. Like, How does your business represent you? And are you proud of the things you're doing? And if you're not, guess who's in charge? You are.
actually God. No, just kidding. It's you. You can do whatever the fuck you want. That's the coolest part about life. And so go back and review like, hey, I don't like doing this work. Okay, cool. Let's find other work to do. Hey, I don't like this kind of business. That's great. Let's get out of it. I have sacrificed a lot of multi-million dollar businesses. I was doing an events business. I was like, I just don't want to be doing events. And you could argue maybe I should have hired someone. That's a different episode. But another guy went on, Charles Hudson, and he sold his events business for millions of dollars. Then we created basically course software. Eric and Chad built this custom course software. We've talked about going and doing course software like Udemy or Teachable or some of these businesses that have gone on. And we're like, I just don't want to be in the course business. So it is really important to come back to what is the essence of your business, the elements, and what are the part that you really truly care about? I love promoting things. I love good deals. Y'all know I love a good deal. And for me, this is just like the epitome of what I'd love to do every day. And plus, most of the people at Sumo, everyone who listens to this, I like. I'm like, damn, that's awesome. So come back and be proud of the work you're doing. Boom. Next up is Sumo Day. So a lot of times in all of our businesses, every business has strengths and weaknesses. And it launched this week. It is our second biggest sale week of the year. 10% off everything. And it is doing pretty, pretty good this time. And I will tell you, the past two months at AppSumo, we have basically been barely profitable. And that's frustrating because you're, you know, a lot of people are working really hard and we're paying partners and we're doing all this marketing. And it's like, you get no result. And that's okay if you're investing for the future. But if it doesn't feel like that, you're like, well, what am I doing this for? And maybe I'll say that for another episode. But one of the bigger things around AppSumo is that like the summers are slow. You know, people are on vacation. People aren't thinking about necessarily building businesses as much as they are in the beginning of the year. And as well during Black Friday when they're looking for deals, which, you know, AppSumo.com is a great deal site. And so think about in your business, what is a weakness that you can turn into a strength? And so our summers were weak. And two years ago, I don't know who on the team suggested, like, why don't we try a day or a week that we have a customer appreciation and we have all these deals and we have videos and it actually, it did really, really well. A lot of times in our business, you guys see the things that work and you see some of the things that don't work. But I think the key thing is we stop ideally doing the things that don't work and we do more of the things that work, which I'll talk about in a little bit. This is our third year doing Sumo Day, launched this week. A few things I just want to highlight that I think are important for your own businesses. And this is the week at AppSumo. I'm trying something new out. Maybe you're like, dude, I don't give two shits about it. Or maybe you're like, I give three shits. Tell me more. One is this took about six months of planning. And I think for myself as an individual or as a small business owner, I don't know if people think about how much planning it takes to do successful launches or successful products. Like I'm working on my book. It comes out January 30th, 24th. Make sure you email book at okdork.com if you want to get on the launch team. We started working on it about three weeks ago. So it's like eight months to do a book launch, right? Like we're putting in the work. And so the same thing goes with Sumo Day. We're putting a lot of time in planning. It. That's number one for yourself is that if you have something that's important to you and you want it to be successful and you've tested it and it's done well, plan it well. Next thing is we're doing debriefs after every year. So if you're doing an event and it does well, notice the things that you're like, oh, that was good, that I liked, and do it during it and have it for the following year. Even small details that the customers maybe don't think about, but it's important to the business and it does impact the customers. Do we launch on Sunday when it's a slower day or do we do it Monday? And so do we do Sunday at four o'clock where people are less checking their emails or Sunday at 10 a.m.? And you could even test those in the future, but those are kind of comments and things that to be thinking about of how do you want to do it in the following year? Nick on our team, Nick Christensen, who's head of growth, he commented like, hey, the Sumo Day is great, but you know, I kind of miss having more customer stories and more cool videos and crazy shit. Like, I think that's important for us to always have that soul. And so I was like, oh, that's a great call out. All right, let's think about how can we do that for Black Friday? So one, make sure you're doing your debrief. That's a really critical thing to be thinking about for that. Two other things that I think are interesting for Sumo Day. This is stuff I don't even know if I want to share, but let's just share it. Other things for Sumo Day I think are super interesting is we've asked our partners to promote. And that is how I was able to grow AppSumo in the beginning is I would do these bundles of software and I'd email these partners that were part of it and I'd say, hey, 
can you tell your free non-paying customers to come and join this sales event or buy your bundle? And they would be like, oh, sure, because they're free and they haven't paid. And I give them the marketing to do that. Uh, we're doing a similar thing. And it's, so far, it's been pretty interesting. So definitely really compelling to be thinking about that. I think the other thing we have that's maybe more sophisticated than probably some of the people that are listening, not you, but others, is a lot of tracking. So we have like an hourly tracking thing for the sales event. And I think the bigger takeaway for that is think about what is the goal or expectation in the different activities you're doing so you know if it's on track or not. Sometimes I actually think this is a bad thing because if it's off track and it's not performing bad, it's just off track to what your projection was. You're like, oh, I'm failing. It's like, you're not failing. Just your projections aren't as good as they can be. And our projections are good. And I think they're getting better and better. But that's also just something to be mindful for yourself. And lastly, just thinking about what can you double down on? So for Summa Day, it's definitely something that's worked well for us. So we bet a lot and put a lot into making this happen. Same thing with our affiliate program. We do ads. We do Facebook, Google, and affiliates, which are ambassadors or partners. And actually check it out. If you're a YouTuber or content creator, go to go.appsumo.com. People are making six figures. I don't think we have a seven-figure affiliate yet. But just promoting software deals or talking about them themselves. It's like, well, go do it. And so we spend, give or take, maybe three hundred to 400000 a month across those three channels. But what's been most fascinating as we've gotten more sophisticated with projecting the LTV, lifetime value of someone who just literally clicks on an ad and purchases anything, is that our affiliate program has done really, really well. And so how do you double down on that? How do you double the amount of affiliates? How do you double the amount of recruitment we can do? How do we double their effectiveness? Whenever I meet new entrepreneurs or existing businesses, I'm like, what's worked for you in your business in your past? How much of it are you doing now? How can you double of what you're doing? Every time they're like, oh, I'm doing it. I'm like, are you? Let's walk through it. And they show me. I'm like, what about this? What about this? So in your own business, how did you get one customer before? Do that again. And I promise you that can work for you. This is coming out this week. I think Sumo Day ends Friday at noon. Go check out the marketing. So we have timers on the pages. So you have a little bit of FOMO if you're missing out. You can see how we've structured some of the different products. It's more sophisticated at Sumo than I expected, but it's also a bigger airplane. I like airplanes. Where we look at AOV, so average order value. And sometimes I think in businesses, we make these small changes like, oh, I just want to lower price. And we lowered the prices and then the average order value went down, but conversion rate didn't change, meaning the amount of people that bought. And so for Sumo Day, that's really impactful. This is one of our biggest days of the year. As a part of Sumo Day, we're testing prices to figure out what's good for the partner to make sure they get paid for our business as well as good prices for the customer. So I think the bigger takeaway as well, there's just things going on and things I'm sharing at AppSumo, is maybe think about the second order consequences of your actions or ramifications. If you have a feeling, an intuition, a gut that says like, hey, lower prices, just ask yourself like, what could happen by this change? So yeah, is conversion go up? Great. But maybe there's other things that are happening. And I notice there's times in the business where I'm like, I want lower prices because I want customers to have lower prices, especially during inflation, which was what we did. And one, most customers were like, 49 for 59 doesn't matter because we weren't getting a lot of new customers was existing. And that's better for the partners because then they can sustain and then they can have the money and all these different things. But it was just like a gut feeling that I didn't really think, okay, what else could happen from this? And if I paused for a little bit longer, that would have been really helpful. Another example of that is that this marketplace thing I talked about earlier, which I'm really excited that every product now I'm assuming, I'm like, yeah, these are good, is I just want all these products off. And I think when you have a little bit more impulsive or just go do something without really thinking through, okay, I have seen some partners be like, hey, I'm off the site and I'm really offended by AppSumo. It's like, man, it's not what we're trying to do. It's just the customers and our buyers don't want these products. So how do you codify your decisions? Meaning how do you have like literally checklists of how you're making decisions versus just impulsiveness? And then just think one second longer, like what else could be impacted by this decision? That was Sumo Day. Go check it out. If you have not already checked it out, super excited about that. 
And then last thing I want to talk about from this week at AppSumo, one of the mistakes that's been going on, and look, I think every mistake is an opportunity. It just depends on how you want to label it. And one of the opportunities I would say at our business is who owns what? Now, when it's a team of one or five, you know everyone. You're like, you do this, you do this, you do this. And I know everyone at the company. What I mean by who owns is who owns the decision, who owns the outcome, who owns the responsibility. For example, we have email pop-ups. And who owns the text? But then if email affects revenue, does the person in revenue own it? Or does the marketing person own it? Or does the email writer own it? The more that you can clarify these lanes of responsibility and just have very clear ownership, I think you'll be much more successful for that. Well, that was what is going on at AppSumo in the past week. Geez, there's a lot more happening, but this is just a sample. And I'm curious to see what you guys think about this. Hit me up, Noah at okdork.com. Or leave a review wherever you listen to the show if it's a good one, or at Noah Kagan on any of the social places. And give me feedback if this is something you want me to continue doing, get more juicy, any specific areas. We also do the Ask Noah episodes. You can go to okdork.com slash asknoah and submit questions that we'll do in future episodes. Check out appsumo.com if you're not already subscribed, as well as our YouTube channel and email list. Go to our okdork.com, join the newsletter today, exclusive email for subscribers. I want to give a shout out to Jason at podcasttech.com for editing and making this episode sound so great. Thank you to everyone on the Dork team for making magic. That's Jeremy, Cam, Sasa, Nikki, Jen, Tommy, and Sylvie. And shout out to everyone at AppSumo, Lindsay for helping coordinate Sumo Day, Kellen for the support, and literally every single person across the team to make this happen. It's good to see the customers excited and the partners excited, and it's good to do things you're proud of. So go be proud of yourself this week. Have a hydrated day. What's your favorite thing to put in coffee?